There's an HBCU, Historically Black College and University, in the city of Seoul. You might have heard of it. Jackson State University? Their football team has been in the spotlight over the past few years, so you'd think there'd be high expectations when things change in the coach's office. And don't get me wrong, there are expectations, but the new head coach says, I'm going to do it my way. Hey, it's Paul Wolf with a front row seat to conversations on culture from Jackson, Mississippi. We call our podcast Soul Sessions. It's the people, places, and events that make the city with soul shine. Today, my colleague Yolanda Claymore has a conversation with the 22nd head coach of the Jackson State University Tigers, T.C. Taylor. Coach Taylor talks about his lifelong preparation for this job and gives us a look at April 15th's blue and white spring game at the vet. And to say the coach understands the gravity of the big shoes he's filling, all that might be an understatement. To know uh, all the previous coaches that had so much uh, success here at a program like Jackson State and, you know, what I say, the mecca of HBCU football, you know, a contender in the FCS um, to be the 22nd head coach is a, you know, a dream of mine. I always wanted to have an opportunity to come back here um, and have an opportunity to lead this program and, you know, continue success with these players. Um, the city, you know, it means a lot to me. When you played here, was that ever a dream? Not as a player. You know, my dream was to get to the NFL. <laughs> you know, I was trying to make that next step to the next level. I never really even considered coaching then, you know. Yeah. The dream of mine was just playing at Jackson State. You know, I grew up a fan. Um, my sister went here. So I was here a lot as a, a young kid growing up in the stands. And to get an opportunity to play in the vet was something that I always dreamed of. But I never really thought I was going to get into coaching until later on. But you know, those times everybody had dreams of going pro. But, you know, with that being said, you, you're well prepared. Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. I, I, you know, I'm what, almost 20 years into this thing coaching. So, you know, I've been at a lot of places, had a lot of success. Last year, winning a SWAC championship, I think that's my fifth uh, conference championship in college football. Uh, been around a lot of great coaches. Uh, on all levels, you know, I did done some things in the NFL, um, college football, junior college football. So it's a moment that I've been preparing for for a while. You came in obviously behind uh, Coach Prime's tenure here, and you kind of had a blank slate from players to uh, you know personnel for your coaching staff. So how did you go about identifying? Who was right for your program, be it a player or someone on your coaching staff? This has been like five years in the making for me. So, you know, I've always prepared myself for this moment. I never wanted this moment to kind of get on me and not be ready. You know, I always knew what type of players I wanted. I want big physical players that could run. Coaches, I wanted guys that could, knew the X's and O's, but, you know, were great mentors to the young men as well. So I always kept a little book of guys that I would cross in the coaching path, like if I was a head coach. I want that guy. You know, all the, the the great players that I was able to coach as a position coach or coordinator. I was like, that's how that po uh, position uh, supposed to look. That's how the I want my quarterback to play. You know, we have a lot of eyes on us, and all of it is not positive. Mm -hmm. Some of them are just waiting for us to fail, crumble, and just I guess fall in a hole and cry. I don't know. Yeah. But you know, what's what's your take on that? Uh, I don't listen to the naysayers, you know, because the players and the coaches decide. 
you know, we work our butts off, like I tell these coaches and players, and you know, everybody in the building that touches this program, if we work our butts off, you know, that's going to be half the battle. If you get to listening and hearing a lot of the outside noise, you're going to go to believing it. Right. So I try to keep that block out. I don't read a lot of newspaper clippings and get caught in the listening. You know, I'm going to do it my way. I'm going to trust the people that surround me on an everyday basis. And I'm going to trust what I see in these players. A lot of people ask me like, man, you kind of, you, you like night and day for prime. You know, I, I keep to myself. I keep it real simple. I don't talk a lot, but you know, um, it's, it's been wonderful. Uh, it's been a whirlwind though. It's been a lot going on, a lot of moving parts, but I'm up for the challenge uh, in a city that I love. I love the city of Jackson. I love Mississippi. You know, this is home. Uh, you know, I like positive vibes around me. If, you're, if you know me, I'm always smiling. <laughs> you know, I always got that smile on my face. Uh, and, and I know me as the leader, people are, are, you know, the people under me are looking at that. That's so true because you do set the tone for, for your whole program. Yeah, so I, I completely understand that. You know, I've had the privilege to be a part of your recruiting team. At least I'm saying I'm a part of your recruiting team. <laughs> <laughs> but I've seen you in action, coach. I won't say the player, but this recruit, he was there and you spoke to his mom. Okay. She gave the okay. And um, this is all by phone now. And then he called he called his father <laughs> yeah. and you spoke to him and he gave the OK. He turned to look at you and said, what are you saying to my parents? <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. So, remember you know, that. give us a little insight as to how you go about securing these commits. I always tell myself and my staff, like, let's make sure we're recruiting the parents as well, because they got to be. Um, assured that their um, sons are coming into a good situation and they're going to be taken care of. And, you know, we got their uh, best mindset at heart. I tell them about the city, how we're doing good things around here. Tell them about the program and, you know, how we the plan that we have in uh, store for them in order to get that education right. and also to get them to the pros. You can't just sit up and recruit a kid. You know, you got to let the moms know, the dads know that everything is going to be uh, OK on a day to day basis, because, I mean, Four years here, they're not here with them. Right, right. You know, so, you know, we turn into those parents. And like I always, like I told them that night, I said, it's like a relay race. I'm running the last leg for you right now. And it's time for you to <laughs> hand that uh, ton off to me. So, you know, we're going to do continue to do a good job, you know, recruiting these parents as well. Because when we take a young man in, we, we, we're taking in their mom, dad, grandma, grandfathers in as well. For sure. Okay, let me ask you this. We got a big game coming up here, the blue and white game. So just tell us a little bit about that. We're going to get after it. Like I told the guys uh, at the beginning of before we took off with everything, um, the beauty about spring ball, you're just trying to see who can help you in the fall. Right. So the thing is, you're not playing a Southern or Gremlin or Texas State. Jackson State is playing Jackson State. So it's important for us to install our system offensively, defensively, special teams, and go out there and put together a great day in front of fans on April 15th. I'm expecting a huge turnout. You know, our JSU fans support, you know, so we want to put a good product on the field that day. At the same time, I um, want to make sure we're developing our young men in these 15 practices. From day one, it's got to look different than uh, about that, that last practice or that spring game. So we're steady uh, on a day-to-day -day basis preaching to them get better than the last day. We got to stack days. That's what I say at the end at the end of every practice. Make sure we're stacking days and not taking any steps back. But it's going to be electric on April 15th. We got a lot going on that week. Blue and white week, you know, the city is 
it's, it's a buzz, you know. And then everybody got kind of eyes on T.C. Taylor, you know, he's following Coach Prime and like, what is it going to look like, mm-hmm. you know? So what is it going to look like? So we'll be ready to go. You know, we're having some phenomenal practices right now, so we're excited. What do you, What do you think is special about Jackson? Man, the love. It's the love. Everybody don't really understand, you know, far as being a player here and a coach, how the people come out and support one another. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that's what I, that's to me is what's special. And also the food. Let me say that too. <laughs> 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 I had to sneak that one in there because I love to eat. But the support and, you know, just how everybody got everybody back in the city, you know. Yeah. It's a great city to come to. And like I said, um, it's always something going on to be entertained. You got great people around the city, you know, so that's what I and I use it in recruiting. You know, I talk to the parents about it. You know, um, everybody got each other back around here. We look out for one another. And, you know, you're going to have a great time while you're here. we like to thank the 22nd head football coach of the Jackson State University for being with us today. I appreciate it. Can't wait till April 15th. That first time to put this football team on display in front of the city and let them know that, hey, everything's going to be OK going forward. We're going to be fine. We're going to win football games and continue to develop these young men. That's my colleague Yolanda Claymore speaking with JSU head football coach T.C. Taylor. The spring game on April 15th is free. You're just going to pay for parking. We'll put links in our show notes so you can learn more. Soul Sessions is produced by Visit Jackson, the destination organization for Mississippi's capital city. Our executive producers are Jonathan Pettis and Dr. Ricky Figpin. You want to know more about us? You can go to our fabulous website. It's up to date every single day at visitjackson.com. I'm Paul Wolf, and you've been listening to Soul Sessions. Soul Sessions.